Please note, this show contains strong language and references to human reproductive organs. Some content is not suitable for children or potentially some adults. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Goodbye Blue Mondays, created by Gregory Bain, produced and directed by Gregory Bain and Logan Donovan. Good to see you, dear. Look great. It's Good Morning Greenville, the latest in local news, entertainment, and everyday hoopla, with your hosts, Dale Midland and Kathy White. And a very good morning to you, Greenville. Hope you're enjoying the forever spring out there today. Not too cold, not too hot, just brisk enough to ensure that the ladies are looking perky out there. I must say, your ladies sure are, Kathy. Ooh la la. Yes, well, always a bit chilly in here, Dale. Makes some of us want to just dip our tiny heads back into our little shells. No? The lovely Kathy White, everyone. Once again, proving that women simply are not funny. But I kid, I kid. Such a card, Dale. Do what I can, Kathy. So, loyal viewers, it's that time of week again. We're just hours away from the next drawing for the Global Early Retirement Lottery, presented by the Consortium of Productive Countries. Also a proud sponsor of this show. Hey, fun fact! Dale, did you know that the Global Early Retirement Lottery is just a feminist plot to rid the world of men? Well, to be honest, Kathy, I had been wondering where my golf buddies had been disappearing to. (laughs) Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, Dale, but they've had their dicks cut off and brain sucked out. Certainly don't like the sound of that. Not surprising. We all know how much you love your little dick, Dale. But enough playful banter, Elliot. How's the weather out there? Are you there, Elliot? Elliot? Hello? Elliot, are you there? Hello? What? Elliot, what are you doing? Oh, uh, sorry. What? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm here. So do you want in? In? On the block of tickets, do you want to go in with me and my friends? Oh, uh, what does that entail? We all pitch in money and buy a block of tickets. Oh, uh... No, I, I... I have a system, sort of. Mm, I see. How's that been working out for you? <sighs> Not well, as Elliot was obviously still here, currently on the phone with Monica, standing mostly naked in the middle of his apartment watching Good Morning Greenville, now wondering if maybe it was time to change up his system, as it had not borne fruit, and he wondered if that was because it was a cursed system. Suit yourself. Okay. Um, I'm gonna hang up now. Okay. Okay. Maybe using the date and time he lost his wife and child as his winning numbers wasn't his best idea ever. Yes, friends, once again, it's that time of the week. Woo-woo. That's right, Kathy. The coveted global early retirement drawing takes place tonight. And I hear that they have something a little special up their sleeve, so make sure to tune in. I know I will. Fingers crossed, everyone. May you retire early and happily. To be able to win and get the hell away from this guy, you know what I mean? (laughs) I kid. I kid. I'm not kidding. I feel you, Kathy. Elliot did feel Kathy. Every week, for a brief moment, he reveled in the idea of escaping his lowly, lonesome existence, and more importantly, Jerry Dingle. 
Having been robbed of a night's sleep spent obsessing over Jerry's supposed winning lottery ticket and ridiculous conspiracy theory, Elliot found himself in the foulest of moods this fine lottery morning. If he were more self-aware, he would have realized that he was always in the foulest of moods and the true reasons for it. But no matter his outlook or ignorance to his overall demeanor, nothing would stop him from exercising his right as a citizen of the American branch of the Consortium of Productive Countries to purchase his weekly lottery ticket and with it, the hope he might escape it all. Who's on the phone? Elliot, the guy I told you about yesterday. <laughs> Your work crush. It's not like that. Right. <laughs> I'm thinking of inviting him over to the weekly watch party. Oh, you got it bad, don't you? I do not. I'm just trying to be friendly. Like, he's had a rough go, and I, I, I don't think he really has any friends. Is he going in on tickets? It's a prerequisite for joining the party. Yeah, of course he is. That's what we were, you know, just talking about. Yeah. It's lottery day. Step right up. Yeah, bring the no, no, won't we? All right, folks, folks, you know the drill. Everyone, have your numbers ready and make sure you get a number from me, or you won't get your ticket. I got my numbers, Sammy. Ah, uh, Miss Cummings, you sure you want to spend what's left of your monthly handout on tickets? I'm sure. I mean, Miss Cummings, how long you got left? I mean, <laughs> don't question me. Oh, you know, I'm kidding. Beautiful. You are beautiful. Here's your number. Mr. P, what you got, the huge? Please. You know, you increase your odds by playing more tickets and more numbers. I'm just saying. I know. It's just, uh... Yeah, 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 you know, I get it, I get it. I'm a sucker for sentimentality, too. All right, here's hoping for your girls bring you luck this week. And if not, there's always next week. And the week after that. And the week after that. Thanks. I get it. May you retire happy and early. Next, and for the love of God! Have your numbers and payment ready at the counter. Numbers and payment, or you ain't getting a ticket. Let's do this. Elliot had only started playing the lottery after losing his wife and child. Before that, like so many others in the middling class, he had considered it a silly pastime for the unwashed and lazy masses, dumb enough to spend what little they had on a dream that would never become their reality. If only they would save and pull themselves up by their bootstraps, innovate and apply themselves, he would think in his middling brain. Of course, as he stood on the street among his lowly class brethren, it was now obvious that most of them did not possess boots. Hey George, how's it hanging? To the floor, E327, to the floor, ha, ha, ha. Oh God. Elliot blamed the robots. Though it was Landon Kilgore that ruined his life, the robots were digging his grave. Elliot Pilgrim. Male. Confirmed present. Exit to the right. Have a pleasant day, Elliot, in Bubble Wrap Station 10. 
relegating him and the other lowlies to the bowels of UR Products, Inc. bubble wrap stations and button-pushing booths. Their square bodies and square digits prevented them from performing these tasks, and only these tasks, save middle management, which was a concept the robots didn't understand. Nor were they allowed to, after an addendum to the company bylaws added after middle managers unionized, fearing the robots might take their jobs next. Get your ticket? I did. Well, here's an extra. What, what for? Consider it an invitation. To what? Well, my friends and I, we get the block of tickets and have a watch party every week, and you should come. I see. Yeah, well, you know, we have this plan where if we win, we draw straws to decide who claims the prize, and the rest of us get to divvy up the worldly possessions they leave behind. Of course, we haven't won yet, so we still get to live in the fantasy that our pact would actually work, and, you know, it's a reason to get together and drink. Interesting. So, you'll come? Elliot? We could make out. Do you really think Jerry has a winning ticket? I think you might be a little obsessed with Jerry. Well, he thinks this whole thing's a plot. I mean, uh, the lottery. To rid the world of men, I know. Wait, it's ridiculous, right? Oh, I don't know. I mean, their acronym is GIRL. G-E-R-L. Sort of suspicious, don't you think? Wait, did you just ask if I wanted to make out? Nope. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. God, the guy gets to me. Yeah, why is that? Why? Are you kidding? I mean, isn't it obvious he's a crude, lumbering, Neanderthal, sorry excuse for a man? Yeah, sure. There's a lot of those around. Did someone like him stuff you in your locker as a kid or something? Most certainly they did. Tyler Dixon, Hobie Thompson, and Jason Seavers, to name a few. No, of course not. Again, most definitely they did. He just sucks, okay? Yes, he does. (sighs) God, I'm sorry. I'll stop complaining about him. I would appreciate that. Here, take this ticket, come to the watch party at my place tonight, and forget all about Jerry. We'll have wine you can drink, all the imitation cheeses, music, and people, which, you know, you could stand to meet a few more of. It'll be a real barn burner. <laughs> a barn burner, eh? As in a supernova blockbuster-level barn burner? Because yeah, I you know, I only get out of bed for supernova blockbuster-level gatherings. I can take that ticket right back. What? No, 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 it, it, it sounds great. Thanks for the invite. You are very welcome. Text from Monica. That's my address. 9 p.m. Bring dip. So, screwing Monica now? What? It's a fair question. In what universe? Uh, she asked you to come over to her place, dude. She obviously wants you to punch her in the privates. Otherwise, what's the point? Punch her in the... No, she's just having a lotto watch party with friends. And how do you know? Because she was creaming her jeans, telling Sarah Hickson about how you were coming over to her place. She was? I mean, I mean, wait, what? Yeah, bro. In the bathroom after lunch. Wait, wait. What were you doing in the women's bathroom? Taking a shit. What else? You're the worst. Just give me a heads up, dude. Screw her. Don't screw her. I don't give a shit. I'll be down at the manhole pre-funking me winning the fucking lottery tonight, and tomorrow I'm on the front lines. Wait, you're really sticking with this whole Blade Johnson feminist plot thing, huh? Ah. I mean, I'm surprised you're even here today. 
Oh shit, bro, you're right. No reason to keep fucking around with this bullshit. <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was joking, Jerry. You obviously haven't won the lottery. But you do realize this whole notion is fucking ridiculous. Ow! What? That's my head, man. You can really be a dick sometimes, Elliot. I can be a dick? Yeah, a real high and mighty dick. I see how you look at Monica. You got the, I want to fuck her face for days, but then you act all fucking offended if I point out the obvious. Mark my words, bro. Blake Johnson is a prophet, and what he's planning is going to change everything. Shit! Once this thing's all over, you'll probably be dying to thank me for my brave service, saving your dick, so you can go over and fuck Monica with it. Hey! 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 Eat my ass, Richard! I'm out of here. More rapping! Less chatting! Wait, Jerry. Hey! You haven't won the fucking lottery! Elliot screamed after Jerry. Even though he had spent most of his day in Bubble Wrap Station 10 trying to get a peek at Jerry's ticket, as he devised numerous plans to steal it, just in case Jerry did by some miracle have a winning ticket. None of which he acted upon, of course. Taking action wasn't his strong suit. Elliot hated this about himself. And it was in part the reason he was now dressed in his best middling suit from his middling days, prepping himself with hair gel and vitamin energy pills in anticipation of his rendezvous at Monica's. Though he hated to admit Jerry was right about anything, he did indeed have feelings for Monica that he hoped were finally being reciprocated. All the signs were there. Okay. She flirts with you. She calls. And she touches your arm gently, even like lingers when she does it sometimes. She invited you over and told Sarah Hicks that I'm out in the women's bathroom. Something Elliot believed announced a definitive yearning to explore a deeper desire. You don't make it into bathroom conversation unless there's something there. Elliot assumed, not having a clue about women's bathroom conversation etiquette. But there was only one way to find out if there was indeed any there. There. You're going to this party. You're going to play it cool, and by this time tomorrow, maybe you'll even have won something better than the lottery. Oh no. Brace yourselves. Monica's heart, he said, immediately feeling the twinge of hubris he just unleashed into the universe. But then again, here Monica was, checking in on him. On my way now. Text from Monica. Heart emoji, winky face emoji. Wonderful. Can't wait to see you out and about. And she was employing the 21st century love language, namely emoji. Me either. Thanks for inviting me. Elliot did not see that coming. Since when do you have a partner? He said, oblivious to the fact that Monica having a partner was just the tip of all the things he didn't know about her, being their workplace conversations primarily revolved around him. Sounds good.
Life is a series of decisions, actions, and outcomes. Sometimes, though not often, human decisions are based on logic, reason, and thoughtful consideration. Other times, they're based on finding out the individual one feels attracted to doesn't feel the same way, even if their actions made one feel otherwise. For Elliot, Suddenly feeling the flush of rejection, the anger of loss, and the continued nagging feeling that maybe, just maybe, Jerry Dingle might actually win the lottery tonight. A lottery that could transport Elliot to a world free of the constant reminders of his past and current failures. His decision was suddenly made clear, and it was most certainly a time for action. Of course, the outcome of that decision, well, that's our whole story. Oliver, I need a ride. Hello, Elliot. What is your destination? The manhole. Goodbye Blue Mondays stars Logan Donovan as Elliot Pilgrim, Jennifer LaFleur as Monica Levy, Travis Schwartz as Jerry Dingle, and Jonathan Freeman as the author. With Derek Krantz as Dale Midland I, Megan Fahey as Kathy White, Alex Resnick as Sammy Garza, Megan Ketch as Mrs. Cummings, and Alexa Palladino as Angelica Astoria. Written by Gregory Bain. Produced and directed by Gregory Bain and Logan Donovan. Sound engineering by Darren Augustus. Music by Ryan Bain. Sound design, mix, and master by Gregory Bain. Goodbye Blue Mondays is a Lovely Machine and Story Engine production, developed by the Story Lab Collaborative. If you've enjoyed listening, please take a moment to rate and review. And don't forget to tell all your friends. We're sure they'll be eternally grateful to you for sharing your exquisite taste. For more information, artwork, and merch, please visit GoodbyeBlueMondaysPod.com.